Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred word of the Bible, and each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. It is Wednesday, November the 2nd, 2022, and it uh, first week of uh, November, about 53 days to Christmas or so. So welcome, everyone. Um, yeah, thanks for uh, your uh, understanding yesterday. We had a men's Bible study, which I was not online yesterday. Uh, uh, in lieu of the uh, the morning study, I don't know if I said that right or not, but you know what I mean. I was there <laughs> the morning study, and it was good. We had about twelve guys turn out yesterday morning, um, and uh, spent some time uh, studying, uh, talking about a a book uh, by John Maxwell called "The Fifteen Invaluable Laws of Leadership of uh, Growth, Personal Growth." 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. And so, um, yeah, we're doing a couple of those laws every week for six weeks. A couple of weeks, we'll do three. Um, some, of you, some of you math people are like, wait, 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 that doesn't add up. 15, six weeks, two, mm, no, yeah, some weeks we'll do three. Uh, yeah, so good. You know, they're going to do it again tonight. Uh, there'll be a men's group doing the same study tonight. Um, same thing we covered yesterday morning, they'll do tonight. At six thirty, so yeah, so it's good. Um, thanks for your uh, understanding. That good to be back with you. Missed missed being with you, but um, but that was awesome. Also, it uh, it's the, the most wonderful time of the year, and the reason that is is because uh, the fall blend coffee comes out. Thanksgiving blend, fall blend. You like Starbucks coffee? Their their fall blend or their Thanksgiving blend. Uh, those come out. Should be out. They may be out now. I don't know. My favorite coffee of the year. I like it even better than the Christmas blend, actually. So, so I'm excited about that. Yet to have that first uh, cup of fall blend. But I know it's out there. I can feel it. <laughs> well, hope you guys are doing well. And... um Yes, I see you guys are reminding each other of Daylight Savings Time this weekend, Saturday night, going into Sunday. Daylight Savings, we fall back one hour. So that means people will be there for the first service thinking they're there for the second service. That's what happens. They're like, there's nobody's here for the second service. Wow. That's because you're here for the first service. Uh, we fell back last night. You think it's 1030, but it's uh, actually only 930. Yeah, people accidentally that are always late for church end up being on time accidentally. <laughs> you can always tell those people they come sneaking in, thinking they're sneaking in late. I'm like, no, you got plenty of time, man. You're here a good half hour early. <laughs> uh, like we do, I am, huh? Yeah, you're you're a half hour early. Wow. Well, today we're going to be reading from Psalm 37. And then if we have time, we'll uh, a reading from C.S. Lewis called Raw Material. Um, 
about uh, pleasure and the little delights in life. Uh, Psalm 37. You know what we do. We read, we pray, we change the world. So let's do it. Let's see what the Lord has to say to us today. Psalm 37. This is the fret not psalm. Fret not. Stop fretting. King James uh, Version is fret not. Like verse 1, in the, this is the New International Version, says do not fret. But King James says fret not. Yeah. Hey, good morning, Jamie. Good morning, Mark Diana. Good morning, Mom and Dad. Um, do not fret. Here we go. Verse 1. Y'all ready? Do not fret because of those who are evil or be envious of those who do wrong. I think this is great. Uh, you know, because godly people, man, we can start fretting about everything. Start griping and moaning and fretting and, and uh, you know, bemoaning everything. Oh, man, not right. Why the wicked prosper? Why does this not happen? The whole Eeyore syndrome, right? Just start fretting. I wish I had more than this. I wish I was farther along in life than this. Why does this, everything seem to happen fine for them, but not for me? Wah, wah, wah. It's so hard being a Christian. <laughs> it's so hard being a Christian. Stop fretting. Stop fretting. That's what the Bible says right here. I'm just reading the Bible. It's Wednesday. I still got to work three more days this week. Hey, stop fretting. You got a job. Um, do not fret. Why? Because of those who are evil or be envious of those who are wrong. Why? Why? Because you, you got to have perspective, right? For like the grass, they will soon wither. Like green plants, they will soon die away. Don't get, child of God, don't get all caught up in the... Um, the illusion that the wicked will eventually will will in, inevitably prosper. They won't. They may. It may look like they're prospering in a season or in a moment, but um, don't be envious of those who do wrong. It's gonna wither. It's gonna go away. It won't last. So don't fret. Uh, fret not. Okay. Somebody might be need to tell their own heart today. Stop fretting. Just stop fretting. Stop pouting. Let's go. Chin up, people. Yeah, sometimes you got to just talk to your own spirit about it. Like, no, 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 child of God. Time to put your chin up. Get your chin up. Get your smile on. Let's go. Verse 3. Trust in the Lord and do good. Don't fret. Instead of fretting, do what? Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Hmm. Enjoy what God's given you. Trust the Lord. Do good. That's what you. That's what we do. We don't fret. We don't pout. We don't bemoan the 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 thing the wicked. We uh. We trust the Lord and we do good. We dwell in the land. We enjoy the good gifts that God has given us. You know, look around your life today. Uh, guaranteed, there are some things God has given you that are a blessing and a gift. Um, take inventory. Take inventory of the good things that God has uh, surround your life with that he surrounded your life with and take delight in that. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Verse 4. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Ooh, I love that. 
Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. And, you know, the, the, uh, the, the world sells us a different um, ba uh, a bag of goods here. They say, you know, uh, put your trust in other things or delight in other things, and, you know, you'll be fulfilled. But no, no, the Word of God is saying, no, you need to trust in the Lord, and he'll give you the, delight, the, the, the desires of your heart. If you start trying to pursue the desires of your heart and miss the Lord, you're not going to get either. You're going to miss the Lord, and you aren't going to have the, the desires of your heart fulfilled because they're going to be empty. The order is important, right? Trust in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart, and you'll truly be able to enjoy the things that God gives, gives you into your life um, because you have contentment, and you won't expect too much of those things. See, here's what happens. When, when we expect things, our people, our relationships, our a certain amount of money or security or whatever it is, you name it, chocolate cake, whatever, big old donut this morning, whatever. You think this is going to satisfy me? Well, it won't, right? It won't. If you put your trust in those things, it, they won't satisfy. Now, it will for a second, and then the sugar rush will hit you, and you'll drop you like a lead balloon. Bam! You'll be like, 10 o'clock, you'll be wandering around like a zombie. But you would say, man, that donut was good this morning. Was it? I don't know. Anyway. Um, but when you put your when you put God first, you don't expect too much of those other things. You don't expect, you know, having a, a, a paycheck or having a roof over your head or having a car or having uh, a pension or having good health. You don't expect those things to bring you ultimate peace and security. Why? Because they they won't. You know that comes from God. And so here's what happens. You actually can enjoy those other things more because you, we, we have a right level of expectation of them. One of the, 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 what is the definition of dis, disappointment? Expectation, reality. <laughs> you you want to know where, where disappointment is? It's the gap between expectation and reality. And so when our expectations are way up here and reality is down here, that gap in between, you know what you call that? Disappointment. And so the good thing about putting our trust in God is we know where to put the expectation. We put the expectation in God. We don't put the expectation in things. So things can't disappoint the child of God. Listen, the things of this world should not disappoint the child of God because we don't put our hope and trust in those things. So there's no gap of disappointment. So we can fully enjoy them because we're not expecting something of them that they can't deliver. I don't expect my spouse to meet every need in my life. No, I don't have that expectation. A, another human being cannot meet every desire of your life. Only God can do that. And frankly, you need friends. And you can enjoy the things more when you when we have the right level of expectation for them so take the light in the lord and he will give you the desires of your heart he'll even change your desires we've seen that and we've talked about that when we put god first not only does he give us the desires of our hearts but he literally changes the desires the things that we thought we wanted so bad when we didn't know god we really it, those are insignificant now he changes the desires of our hearts 
you know it's the truth, man. I, before, some of you guys, before you was a child of God, you know you would not be listening to a bald-headed guy online at 7 o'clock in the morning talking about Jesus. You'd be like, what? I'm not getting up at 7 o'clock in the morning listening to some bald-headed guy with earphones talking about Jesus. No. But now here you are. <laughs> there you are. There you are right there. And people walking by, what are you doing? Oh, I'm listening to this bald-headed dude talk about Jesus. Huh? Yeah, because I, you know, I want to hear what Jesus is doing. I want to hear the word of God. How many of you know? That's evidence God changed your heart. <laughs> he didn't change your heart. He didn't change the desires of your heart. Yeah. Verse 5, commit your way to the Lord, trust in him, and he will do this. What will he do? Here you go. He will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn. Your vindication like the noonday sun. Wow. He gonna make. He gonna show. He gonna. You will. In the end, it, it, you love God. You put Him first. You will be. It will be proven that you uh, chose wisely. That you did right. Here you go. Verse seven. Be still before the Lord. And wait patiently for him. Do not fret. There we go again. Fret not when people succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked schemes. Fret not when that evil person gets a promotion. Don't even fret about it. When that person that's a knucklehead gets that awesome job, don't fret about it. When that knucklehead drive, pull up in that new shiny car, don't fret about it because he can't afford it. He leasing that joker, and he got payments way over his head. Don't even fret about it. <laughs> he pulling up. He looking good, but he can't got enough to buy a cup of coffee, people. Mm. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Don't fret when people succeed in their ways. Don't, don't, don't fret when people seem to succeed in their evil ways. Don't get hung up on that. Verse 8. Refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Here we go again. Do not fret. It leads only to evil. Hmm. Think about that. Don't get angry. Don't get all twisted up. Um... Don't fret, because that fret, fretting will lead to evil. Hmm. Why? Because it, it becomes, um, fretting is a, is a, first of all, it's, a, it's not gratitude. So you, you're not living out of a place of gratitude when you're fretting. Uh, when I'm fretting, I'm, I'm, I'm not uh, appreciating the good things that God has sent in my life. I'm uh, I'm not trusting, um, because I'm I'm caught up in the moment. I'm not trusting that God God's ways are better. That God's got me. Um, I'm I'm uh, it, it fosters greed and envy and resentment, uh, none of which are uh, fruit of the spirit of God in a believer's life. So, fretting eventually breeds sin and evil. So we don't want none of that. We don't want that. Verse 9, for those who are evil will be destroyed, 
but those who hope in the Lord will inherit the land. Hmm. Yeah, let's put our hope in Jesus, man. We're not going to fret. A little while, and the wicked will be no more. Though you look for them, they will not be found. The wicked will not prosper forever. So don't even get all, don't get all hung up on that. But the meek will inherit the land and enjoy peace and prosperity. God going to bless you, man. He's going to take care of you. God will bless the meek. He will bless his people. Right? Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, and he will exalt you. He'll lift you up. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but he will. He will lift you up. And, and uh, not always obvious to others, but on the inside, God has lifted your spirit. He's lifted, lifted your countenance. And how many of you know uh, having your spirit lifted is way more valuable than having your status in life uh, lifted? Verse 12, the wicked plot against the righteous and gnash their teeth at them, but the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he knows their day is coming. Mm. Wow. I think that's a good reminder, man, that God is not like, he's not, <laughs> God doesn't get nervous when the wicked prosper. Like, oh no, it's just this stuff is getting out of hand. <laughs> oh my goodness, the wicked are prospering. You know, like God's up there like, you know, oh no, what are we going to do? This is, this is starting to have a snowball effect. No, man. No. He laughs at it. I know it looks like it's going to, this is going to last as way, but it won't. The wicked, wicked will, wickedness will not prosper, nor will it last forever. So what do we do? We got to get ourselves on the side of God, man. We got to get ourselves on God's side, not not in the world's side that thinks wickedness and evil and ungodliness is forever, but on the side of the Lord that says that sees the perspective of the way things really are, which is uh, it's temporal. It's temporal. And even the dude that pulling up in the shiny car, man, you don't know what's going on in his heart, man. You don't know the you don't know the the guilt, you don't know the shame, you don't know the resentment, you don't know the pain, you don't know the anger. Man, we pull up and we see somebody, we like, man, I wish I had their life. Man, do you? You don't know nothing about their life. You don't know the first thing about their life. You know the social media feed, and that's a lie. You know that ain't true. We start comparing our ordinary, normal lives against their best life. That ain't even real. Their, their best artificial life. I mean, people ain't posting just normal stuff. Just sitting in traffic, <laughs> brushing their teeth, you know. I mean, normal stuff. Don't, you know, flossing the, the the hamburger meat out their teeth. They ain't, they ain't, they ain't posting that. Mm -hmm. This normal. We, so comparison is futile, man. It's not even accurate. We aren't even comparing apples to apples. We're comparing people's best life to uh, to our worst. So when we serve God, man, we, we, we get perspective of the way things really are. We put our ultimate hope and trust in him. The Lord laughs at the wicked, for he knows their day is coming. Verse 14, for the wicked draw the sword and bend the bow to bring down the poor and the needy to slay those whose ways are upright. So the wicked, they're trying to bring, the, they're trying to bring righteousness down, down, but their swords will pierce their own hearts. Hmm. And their bows will be broken. God's going to protect his people, man. He's going to protect his people. I love this verse. Verse 16, here it is. 
Better the little that the righteous have than the wealth of many wicked. Hmm. Man, it's better to have a little and be and righteous. We've, a lot of that is said in Proverbs over and over, right? A little with righteousness is way better than much with wickedness. Mm-hmm. The power of the wicked will be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. He'll uphold you, man. He'll uphold you. Whatever you're going through today, he'll uphold you. Whatever you're facing, whatever you face today, whatever you face tomorrow, uh, tomorrow God is uh, more than sufficient to hold you. He'll sustain you. He'll carry you through it. This, uh, you know, we, we uh, this community, we we all have stories of how God has upheld us and carried us and brought us to uh, to the other side of some difficult days. And maybe you're entering into some difficult days right in the middle of them or coming out of them. Uh, whatever the case may be, we can give testimony to the fact that God is sufficient. He's sufficient to uphold and to carry you. His knees don't get weak. Now, my knees, they get weak, bro. I'm going to tell you right now. My knees, they be getting weak. But Jesus' knees don't get weak. His back don't get sore. He just carry you right on through. He will. He'll carry you. He'll keep carrying you. He upholds the righteous. He's been doing it for 2,000 years, man. Even before that, before Jesus, he was carrying the righteousness since the creation of the world. And he'll, he'll carry us to the end. The blameless spend their days under the Lord's care, and their inheritance will endure forever. Everything that the Lord gives you, man, ain't going nowhere. It's going to endure forever. All the love, all the grace, all the kindness, all the generosity, all the blessings that he pours out on your life ain't going nowhere. They're an eternal investment. And they will, they will, they will track right with you on into glory. <laughs> yeah, how about that? They ain't going nowhere. It's not going anywhere. In times of disaster, they will not wither. In days of famine, they will, they will enjoy plenty. But the wicked will perish. Though the Lord's enemies are like the flowers of the field, they will be consumed. They will go up in smoke. The wicked borrow and do not repay, but the righteous give generously. Mm. That's it, man. The righteous, man, that's the characteristics of the it's characteristic of the righteous. Generosity. Why is it gener why generous? Because look, you can't be generous if you're always fretting. So, you know, the upright can't be uptight. You know what I'm saying? Upright. If you're upright, you can't be uptight. And so when you're when you're upright, when you're right with Jesus, you're generous because you're not fretting over everything. But the righteous give generously. The wicked, they borrow. They don't pay back. But the righteous, generous. Verse 22. Those the Lord blesses will inherit the land, but those he curses will be destroyed. You want to be on God's side. The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. Wow. This is a long psalm, man. This is going to take all our time. Verse 25. I was young, and now I'm old, yet I have never... Wow, listen to this, man. Listen to this. It's an old man speaking right here. Old man speaking, I was young, now I'm old, yet I have never 
listen, how many times? How often have I? Never. I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging for bread. Yes, sir. God will take care of his people. I tell people that all the time, man. You get in, you look, you get in the Christian community, you get in the in the family of God, and the family of God takes care of each other. When you when you're when you're a member of the body of Christ, when you're in the family of God and the blessings of God are around you, the, the I've never seen the righteous forsaken. They are always generous. They are always generous and lend freely. Their children will be a blessing. Oh man, we need to claim that today. Oh, my children are gonna be a blessing. They may not feel like a blessing right now. This morning you may say, oh, they don't feel like a blessing right now, but they will be. They will be. That's the good news. We're gonna claim that. We're gonna claim that for our hearts. <laughs> my children will be a blessing. Yes, they will be my blessing. Right now they feel like a curse, but they're gonna my little curses. They're gonna be turned into blessings. That's why God makes them cute so you don't eat them. <laughs> uh, 27, turn from evil and do good. Then you will dwell in the land forever. Man, let's do that. Let's turn from evil and do good today. Just Let's just do good. For the Lord loves the just and will not forsake the faithful ones. He will not. He will not forsake you. Wrongdoers will be completely destroyed. The offspring of the wicked will be will perish. Again, drawing a clear line of distinction. The righteous will inherit the land and dwell in it forever. The mouths of the righteous utter wisdom, and the tongues and their tongues speak what is just. How do we speak wisdom? Because we've we've learned the word of God. We've learned the truth of God. It's nothing that we've uh, we create ourselves. It's because we've become students and learners of the word of God. We don't just spout off our own ignorance. We learn what God's word says. We live by it. We, we, we speak it. And so the mouths of the righteous utter wisdom. We learn the truth of God. The law of their God is in their hearts. Their feet do not slip. I love it. I love it. Verse 32, the wicked lie in wait for the righteous intent on putting them to death. But the Lord... He will not leave them. He will not leave them in the power of the wicked or let them be condemned when brought to trial. He's going to protect you. He's going to be on your side. So here we go, verse 34. Hope in the Lord and keep his way. He will exalt you in to inherit the land. When the wicked are destroyed, you will see it. Hmm. God's going to protect you. He's going to be with you. He's going to see you see you through to the end. I have seen a wicked and ruthless man flourishing like a luxuriant native tree, but he soon passed away and was no more. Though I looked for him, he could not be found. There's, uh, again, the, the uh, perspective of wisdom. He's like, man, I lived a long life. He's like, I'm going to tell you about a time. I saw a man prospering. He said everything was, seemed, was going great for him. He seemed to be... He, Killing it, he was he was rocking it, man. He was wicked. He didn't love God. Nothing about his life loved God. It looked like things were going up and to the right in every area of his life. But you know what? He went away. He went away. He passed away and was no more. Verse thirty-seven. Consider the blameless. Observe the upright. 
A future awaits those who seek peace. Mm. Man, the upright and the blameless, man, there's a place of peace for us. But all sinners will be destroyed. There will be no future for the wicked. The salvation of the righteous comes from where? Comes from the Lord. He is their stronghold in time of trouble. Man, he's our stronghold in time of trouble, man. He is. The Lord helps them and delivers them. He delivers them from the wicked and saves them. Why? Because they take refuge in him. Wow. And God loves his people. I hope you hear that loud and clear through Psalm 37 today. God loves his people. He loves you. He will take care of you. So don't fret. You, you may have woke up this morning in a bad mood. All, all side. Like we say, we woke up on the wrong side of the bed. The same side of the bed, just wrong side of the bed mentally, emotionally. But it's time right now just to fret not. Just You can make that decision. I will not fret. I'm not fretting. And uh, I'm going to choose to be uh, thankful and, and, uh, and, and grateful and uh, put my trust in the Lord. And not look at the, uh, the, the situation of the wicked, but look at the, uh, the hope that is for me in Jesus. Yeah. And to do what? To go out, trust the Lord, and do good. I'm going to trust the Lord and do good. That's what I'm going to do. Go out and uh, just do good in his name today. Wow. I love Psalm 37, man. It's a great one. You know, to keep the uh, upright from being uptight. Fret not. Fret not. I love it. Do not fret. All right, you guys, it's about that time. Let's pray. We don't have time for C.S. Lewis today again. Um, long psalm, but uh, that's how it goes. Thank you guys for being on today. You guys are awesome. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for your holy word, and uh, we hear what you're saying to us through your word today, and we choose not to fret. We choose not to complain. We choose not to envy or to be resentful or to uh, to bemoan our situation or or, or whatever, God, we put our trust in you, and we choose today to do good. Uh, we choose to give generously of ourselves, uh, of everything that we have, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that uh, the righteous are never forsaken, uh, and their children are never begging for bread. Because Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, take a minute to subscribe or comment or share it with your friends. You can find me, Pastor Terry, and Bayside Church on all social media platforms. You can find Bayside at Bayside Church SH. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.